हेलो दिस इज जयदीप खंडूजा योर होस्ट ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट आईसीटी नॉलेज एक्सचेंज टुडे आई बी टॉकिंग अबाउट ए फेबुलस कंपनी नोन एज आर एफ पी आईओ आर एफ पी आईओ इज द मार्केट लीडर इन रिस्पॉन्स मैनेजमेंट सॉफ्टवेयर एंड द इंडस्ट्रीज फर्स्ट ए आई एनेबल्ड आर एफ पी सॉफ्टवेयर ट्रस्टेड बाई सम ऑफ द वर्ल्ड्स स्मार्टेस्ट कंपनीज टू मैनेज रिस्पॉन्सिस टू आर एफ पीज आर एफ आईज आर एफ क्यूज सिक्योरिटी क्वेश्चनियर्स एंड डी डी क्यूज Following this will be a fireside chat with Ganesh, CEO of RFPIO. RFPIO has expanded its operation in India to focus on tender process automation, a trend that he strongly feels Indian enterprises and MSMEs will soon adopt. This trend will bring in transparency to the tender process, blind scoring. Ganesh strongly feels that this would be the next digital transformation wave that will happen to benefit the enterprise and improve the probability of order wins. RFPIO is expanding phenomenally in three dimensions: employee base, customer base, and countries and geographies. A number of quick stats about RFPIO. Microsoft has saved dollar 4.2 million in financial year 2022 after deploying RFPIO's tender RFX process automation expertise. Expansion plan for 2023 includes almost doubling their workflows across the globe for RFPIO. RFPIO is also planning onboarding 1000 companies and tapping into government's e-marketplace GEM and RFX streamlining potential of Indian procurement firms. RFPIO processed dollar 182 billion worth of tenders in the last 6 years since their inception in 2016 RFPIO is 2000 plus companies having 2000 plus companies 15% of which are fortune 500 firms this includes accenture linkedin adobe roche visa capgemini microsoft google salesforce hubspot zoom to name a few RFPIO is present in 31 countries and its marquee Indian clients are Genpact, Freshworks, Chargebee, Watfix and Postman. A lot to more a lot more to know in the following discussion with Ganesh. Hello Ganesh and welcome to my podcast. do you treat your company still as startup or it is beyond startup now i think it's a, it's an arguable term uh, <laughs> but <laughs> i i do think uh, we are in between we are not a, a, a grown up or a scale up or we're not a startup anymore we are about 450 employees so whatever category that you would put us in um, yeah. you know there is there is always an argument but from a uh tenuity perspective we've been only in business for 6 years now uh, so 6 and a half years to be exact so that way it is a startup but we have grown significantly in last 6 and a half years that way we have, we have scaled so yeah so actually can we start the recording or it is already started sir i have already started okay okay so so uh, i just wanted to know what is the what is the full form of rfpio is it an abbreviation or there is some something behind this 
Uh, yeah, it, it, it is an abbreviation, uh, Jadeep. So RFP stands for uh, Request for Proposals. Okay. And IO stands for Input on Output. Um, mm. you know, if I have to you know, uh, give you a little bit of a clarity on that, it is very similar to in India, we call it as tender, right? Tender process. So it's a very similar process, but it is on the private market side uh, um, or here in the North American market, they call it as an RFP requesting for proposals from the vendors. Mm. And IO stands for input and output. So request for request for proposal input and output is, is the, the the full full abbreviated version. Uh, on the lighter note, I was thinking it is something related to radio frequency and input output. Kind of <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I, and, you know, uh, I'm not surprised people have asked uh, me the same, same, same question before. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, you started in 2016, and uh, within six years, you have uh, uh, great names with you, like Venture, LinkedIn, Adobe, Roche, Visa, and Capgemini, Microsoft, Google, and. Uh, Amazon, uh, so, Facebook, uh, Uber, Lyft, you can, you, you, oh, you can yeah. How, how, how they are getting attracted so fast to, to RFPIO? See, the, the fundamental problem we solve, JDP, uh, is, uh, you know, uh, is mission critical for... Correct. If you, if you take RFPs, right, that is both sides of an RFP, which is one is the buy side, uh, the company is trying to buy something, and the other side is the sell side, the company who is responding to RFPs, tenders, bids. So our primary audiences are the responders of those tenders, those bids, those RFPs. That's where we start. All those brand names that you just mentioned, they all use our product to respond to those uh, tenders that they receive from their customers or from the government agencies that they receive. So it's a huge pain point. So, but it also, like I mentioned, it is a mission critical thing, right? Now, you know, unless you, you know, there is no tender or RFP would come in uh, without a deadline. Um, so what happens if you miss a deadline? You are disqualified in the deal. So it's mission critical. You know, it is a revenue generating process. Um, so our application helps them to be on track on those uh, RFPs and uh, bids, uh, not to waste time. It makes it more efficient with our artificial intelligence you know, engine to, to provide the right uh, responses. Um, so it makes things quicker, which is what you know, you know, our ideal users are, you know, uh, are the pre-sales and sales members of an organization. They prefer to be in front of customers, not create some documents and spend their energy on formatting the document. And how can that be automated? The answer is RFPIO. We help them automate that process so that the, the frontline teams like sales, pre-sales, account management team are effectively using their time to be spent in with, the, with the customer rather than creating documentations, which is where we come into play. So it, it helps the most expensive resources in a company, which is the sales team, to be much more productive. So that is where we, 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 uh, 
we attracted and uh, the good news is you know even in, even in india some of the best known brands um you know be it fresh world charge be uh what fix uh they all sorry when postman they, they postman use, oh postman yeah postman uh um clever tap they use rfpio mm. but how company like postman is related to rfps like they are uh, end consumer company i suppose correct when they sell to enterprise we just you know you would be surprised how many rfps we respond you know in fact microsoft you mentioned microsoft it's ironic microsoft issued an rfp for an rfp software so microsoft is the buyer in this case we are the sellers of our product so it's very similar postman will have to when they are when they are trying to sell their product to an enterprise company like uh, maybe microsoft or facebook you know they sometimes facebook will not just call call postman and say hey okay, we want to implement you they will evaluate multiple vendors one of the vendors are is postman right you know they do so that is where we come to play we help them to not only that you know again yes our name is rfpio so that is probably for you know we are known mostly for but there is also another use case i don't know if you're familiar with they call it as a bsq uh, bsq okay. stands for vendor security questionnaires okay, okay. what does it mean is these large companies after you gone through the rfp let's assume you have been shortlisted or you have been selected the next natural phase what happens especially for the technology companies is the buyer will evaluate the vendor's privacy and security protocols their standard security procedures they will have to do even microsoft vetted us we you know it took almost 2 months for microsoft to go through the vetting process how is our security how is our platform secured can somebody hack it what is the security you know protocols that we use measure so it is nothing to do with the business users they will bring in their security team to evaluate our you know um, our code our our best practices so that their information that they put in our system is vul- not vulnerable to external hacks or you know data leakage or anything or downtime so that is a process called vsq vendor security um you know uh, questionnaire so it's very typical for companies large companies to ask their vendors to respond to vsqs on a periodic basis despite them being a customer does it make sense dilip uh, yes a lot a lot and and i was wondering if companies with such stringent processes in their own processes in their own system uh, if they have selected rfpio it must have passed all their you know criteria of uh, those quality and uh, process adherence yeah kind of. so we we work with in fact we work with 15 of fortune 100 companies almost 15% of the fortune 100 i'm not talking these are some of the world these are the 15 largest companies in the world or if, if not uh, the largest so we you know i'm sure you know that they, they 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 won't just select you know if we had not gone through the security review and if we have not stood out on the security review there is no way uh, a, a 
small company like RFPIO would have been a customer. You know, example, Visa, you know, uh, would not have selected us if we had not passed through their security assessment. Yeah, most of these are global companies, and I mean, they have very, you know, very strict kind of internal mechanism to select a vendor. Absolutely. And you are very optimistic, uh, very, very great plans for 2023, doubling your employees, uh, adding 1,000 more companies to your portfolio. That is something very great. So how 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 are you going to give a uh, real chip? No, I, I don't think so. there is 1,000 companies, I would have said somewhere. You know, we do have plans to significantly increase our customer base. We today have, you know, almost 300, which is 3 lakh users in our, cost, you know, in our, uh, in our system. So probably we're looking at adding, you know, another, you know, 50 to 75,000 users in the system in the next year or so, uh, mainly by providing, you know, easy to use application and adoption. Um, and, and, you know, honestly speaking, I do think, you know, given the, um, you know, economic uncertainty that's going on these days. A lot of companies want to automate because especially think of this way, right? You know, what we fundamentally do is we centralize the content uh, so that when they are bidding or when they're responding to an RFP, they can use the latest and greatest content. Not only that, by centralizing what happens is next time when they receive another RFP that they have to fill in, you can let the system to 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 you know complete the work for you. So this is exactly what I was doing in my prior organization before starting RFPIO. I was a product manager, Chaydeep. So the last day when I quit my job, when I handed off my laptop, I said uh, to my IT team, "You guys can delete anything in this laptop, but just please don't delete this one folder." Because, because I was a pre-sales member, I had all the tenders or bids and RFP that I've responded to. It has all the information as a product manager, I stored so much of information. So I said, please don't delete it. Imagine what happens if they reset to the laptop. The knowledge that I had and I, I possess kind of walks out the door when I, when, I, when I quit the job and I moved on. So we did. With the technology like RFPIO, what happens is it kind of centralizes, it stays there. You know, anybody can consume the content within an organization. So that is where, uh, you know, our, our uh, application comes into play. I'll give you a Some simple company. example. Sorry, go ahead. Which company was that? that you worked I, I was part of a company called Xtero. Okay. Here in India or US? Uh, I I joined them in India. I moved over for them to the U.S. Uh, as a as a director of product management, and then I, uh, I after that I started the RFPIO. I co-founded yeah, yeah. two other co-founders. Uh, it's worth mentioning: uh, uh, Sundar AJ Sundar and uh, Shankar Lagdu. The three of us we we, we co-founded this company. Mm, that's why your accent is uh, American Indian kind of thing. Uh, uh, you can call it that way, but I, I know I even I did not do my um, all my schoolings was not even in an English medium. Just to just an FYI. And and how come I mean uh, you brought this revolutionary thing at such an such a young age? Like uh, uh, what made you 
all the difficulties you faced during tendering in your company or something more oh uh, no you you're a, a, absolutely right uh, jerry so i you know like i jokingly say this to my team every time you know we don't have any um cool uh, garage story like apple google hp that started under a garage when three friends came in or like uh, hostel or dorm room story like facebook or snapchat nothing like that no fancy story here you know me uh, shankar and sundar we were all working uh, for the same same company prior to starting rfpio you know quote and quote you can call ourselves as the you know uh, i don't know how you, you know, if you know the process what happens is in an rfp RFP document when a customer is asking for an information that RFP document will be asked from the sales team the sales rep who's getting their questionnaire from the customer will look back and come get the questionnaire and come into the organization and say okay now who 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 I can involve in responding to this RFP sales team can pretty much answer anything when it comes to pricing or licensing but there is always questions that related to product roadmap which product manager need to chime in they always talk about implementation uh you know training that you need a customer success team to chime in to help them provide answers technology and security which requires uh, technology people to chime in to provide that answer so if you take that into my prior life so i was the person who my sales team was relying on for responding to anything to do with product roadmap product functionality and sundar who's my current cto and you know he was the engineering manager so he was always answer, answering anything technical anything security related shankar who's my current coo was the implementation manager there so he was part of this training implementation questions that he used to complete so it became a huge um uh you know it became a huge uh, pain point for for all three of us because at the end of the day my primary job is to manage products and i was there for 10 years never once my 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 boss called me and said hey ganesh you did a fantastic rfp response here as a pay raise never but at the same time i cannot say no because my sales team you know we i know winning an rfp is the bread winning thing for the company i cannot say no but i possess the knowledge also so i am the right person so it became a lot of frustration and you know it was impacting my primary job i estimated close to 30 to 35% of my time was going to support sales on top of it i have to work on my primary job as a product manager you have to sprint plan you have to do competitive analysis feature function benefit analysis that is my primary job so this constant request from sales team was you know yeah hindering my time shankar's time sundar's time so that's when we said okay we we'll, let's look into the market to see if there are any technologies out there to you know in 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 all honesty when we looked at the the market it is not oh we have a we have a great startup idea we have to look for it. no it was for us to be used so that we can we can have an you know easy life uh, that is the whole idea started. and that's when we realized not, not a you know a lot of solutions out there in the market so we said maybe there's an opportunity for us to do something on our own so mm. we we dig deeper and the rest is history today so that's 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 what it is yeah correct me if i am wrong uh, or right rfp as far as i think is a very complex process and it contains lot of critical questions and even a small mistake in one question 
can result in refusal of that proposal and uh, plus it is a very huge docket kind of thing plus i think i mean as far as i was thinking rfp is only between organizations companies and government so no that's not true uh, even we have customers even infosys is a customer we just recently signed up tcs so lot of companies who you know pretty much uh, you know you are you are absolutely right in terms of government but that, that's not the only thing you know we you know um, like i said we respond to lot of rfps you know microsoft did an rfp informatica issued an rfp visa issued an rfp so there's lot of these private or and i say commercial companies do issue rfps to their vendors seeking information so it's very common practice for even for the commercial companies not just government and and uh, these are very huge dockets kind of thing so and and your this uh, document that i received about your company it says you reduced time from 80% to 30% in tender processing tender proposals so that is something yep. phenomenal how how did you do that no you 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 know I'll, i'll tell you you know even in the example that i previously talked about right so imagine when your sales team um have received an rfp which has let's assume say 300 question for simplicity say the customer is asking you know their vendor with a 300 question you know something about pricing something about product something about uh, technology something about implementation so keep in mind what happens is when you receive it you will distribute that questions okay ganesh you are the product manager please answer all the product related question here is the document sundar here is the technology related question shankar can you please answer the implementation question it may sound easy splitting that somebody has to go through splitting that giving that that's fine we can even do that imagine so we're already talking about four different people here sales person who will answer say licensing ganesh for the product sundar for technology shankar for you know this could go into almost 15 20 member team uh, but i'm keeping it very simple yeah. as a four member team imagine i i'll tell you very simple example right so if let's assume ganesh got this this 100 question that he needs to work on a word document i use times new roman and a 10 size arial uh, 10 size font and a, and a bullet of 1 2 3 and sundar uses you know verdana and 12 size and bullet is you know a roman letter not just 1 2 3 he uses roman letter shankar uses complete now we all send our portions to sha you know the sales person you know jane when she receives the document she has four documents from shankar sundar ganesh and herself at all look different now the most expensive resource which is she in this case jane need to sit and make sure that everything looks nice and clean so that it doesn't look bad in front of customer because you can't send the customer that document it has to be looking very professional from top to bottom with consistency imagine how much work somebody have to spend on that front to even as simple as formatting the document right so that is where we come into play one you don't need to even the, the, you know um, the first step is when you receive an rfp if you have already have content you let the system to take a first shot at it that itself is a huge time saver and then assign that to someone ganesh here now the process is ganesh i've already filled in this 100 questions can you please review instead of me answering those things 
that's a review process that's another time saver and when i finish my review i hit complete button when the salesperson gets an alert saying ganesh has completed shankar has completed sundar has completed now i'm ready to export the final product click on a button it will ask them ask the user jane in this case hey jane all the fonts are different is it okay for the system to make it consistent do you want it to do it that way and they have the option yes no if they say yes period that's it you know from top to bottom for the header section headers will be 15 bold the content will be normal font no bold italicized so the system takes care of that when they finally get so they now they are just reviewing it and then they can they can submit back to the customer in a nice and clean corporate template so that itself is a huge save so the way we think of it the way we calculate that percentage um um jadi think of this right if you are spending you know 10 hours all in all to from the day you receive the document you know 10 man hours i i'm spending 8 hours shankar spending you know sorry uh, i'm spending 5 just and 5 hours 2 hours 1 hour 1 hour so 10 hours now we have can reduce that to easily to easily to 6 or you know 6 or 5 hours sometimes even greater uh, you know i can definitely anybody who's coming from manual process it's a, it's an easy 35 to 40% uh, cut down on on their uh, time that they are spending on these uh, even as basic as formatting documents so this whole process of rfp to proposal submission is uh, fully automated uh, i suppose yeah it is fully automated correct and uh, plus i i think now uh, the time spent is more on finalization and reviewing of those 300 answers rather than time spent on earlier time spent used to that that was used to be spent on answering those questions is that right correct on top of it now some of our customers imagine if you you know always there's always a resource constraint right you know you you have a limited set of people who can work on these things imagine in a situation where you are at capacity that means you are not taking up some opportunities that you are passing okay this tender we are not bidding because we don't have time we don't have we in ways we are going to miss the deadline we can't squeeze in only you know we only have you know 24 hours in a day everybody has the same thing so we can't squeeze in so some of our customers have said this to 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 us saying if hey, we used to you know pass you know give up on some bids because we don't have time we don't have resources now with the same time it's not only time saving it is them responding to more bids than before which means they are bringing in revenue opportunities than ever before so there is a direct contribution to additional revenue okay so so i think uh, these companies have your customers have not only been able to uh, uh, to uh, reduce time for proposals they have also been able to get more uh, business because yeah. of this time they save the availability of resources that they have correct 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 so it's both ways kind of thing how many external agencies are involved in this process like one is customer uh, that sends request for proposal and then when and the company that works on it and sends it back mm-hmm. who else i mean are there any other external agencies involved in this process No, it is mostly the buy side and the sell side. Okay. Involved. 
and but but as a buyer i can uh, initiate the process on your application correct so that is the other piece we did not touch upon so we did uh, um, you know 2021 uh, we did an acquisition of a business called rfp360 that product exclusively focuses on helping the buy side to issue an rfp so we call it as an issuing rfp so so far whatever i discussed thus far for the last 25 minutes is primarily focusing on the responding side rfp io as a brand so we have another you know brand product called rfp360 which helps the buy side to send out the questionnaire to the multiple vendors that they involve in this process so if if that is if if a if a vendor has RFPIO, it's easy for them to respond to those questions that they receive from RFP 360. So that we have two products, one for the buy product, buyer side, and one for the seller side. Right. And how how is the pricing model? Like, like there are huge companies like Microsoft and Adobe and larger than those. And there are smaller companies like the startups like Postman and uh, other startups. So how does it cater to them, both ends? We are... We are very unique uh, in terms of licensing, uh, Jaydeep. Um, you know, fundamentally, we believe we have to help our customers to win a deal. Yeah. So what what I mean by that is, see, when when companies hire, say, product manager or when they hire a technical person, it doesn't mean that person is directly contributing to the revenue of um, um, to their employer. So imagine, but they could be you know, responding to RFPs. Because of the growing pain the company has, they have to hire more in a, a lot of time, you know, these, these hires may not be directly contributing to the revenue. So where we felt is we, we, we felt our licensing model should support our customers in making revenue, not part of a growing pain. So we kind of removed the whole concept of you know, licensing by users. So we offer unlimited users. So everybody in the company can be on the platform without spending uh, a rupee, right? right? Yeah. So, you know, there is no additional cost for them. So basically we charge based on volume of what we call as projects. So how much you manage in our platform determines your pricing. So if you're a startup, hey, if you only respond to these many RFPs, then the pricing is different. If Microsoft says, hey, we, we respond to thousands of RFPs, their pricing is different. So we are pretty, and on top of it, we have other, other, you know, uh, monetizations such as uh, connectors. We integrate with many other systems, uh, and uh, you know, we have professional services. All those, you know, um, uh, are different uh, levers that we use to determine the pricing. But end of the day, our our goal is to provide value and help our our customers to make revenue, and that's where our customers really feel happy about. Uh, you know, partnering with us because we are not charging based on users. Sometimes when they add a couple of more people to the team, that doesn't mean their revenue is growing. Whereas if they respond to more RFPs, that means their revenue is growing. They're happy to share that with us when, you know, with the more licensing fee. Whereas, you know, um, so that's our, our model thus far. And this is one-time licensing or year by year you have to pay for the license? So we are 100% cloud-based subscription model. So it's all uh, you know, yearly uh, majority of our customers are on multi-year contracts, but uh, we do support um, annual contracts as well. Now, uh, uh, the way this company started, you have to look out in your company down the line. One seat 
the person who is facing most of the pain in his work he will be the next ceo of a new company sorry sorry say that again uh, jaydeep i didn't quite catch the question the lighter note i was i was saying that one seat in your company down the line the person who is sitting on that seat and facing lot of pain in his work will be the next person to launch a company and become ceo of that company possibly the video coordinator that is exactly what i did so we we do support in you know, one of our core values jd uh, i don't know if you had a chance to look at our website you know one of our core values is um get it done and the other values s4 stands for see something say something if they see an idea if they say it we will implement it or we will support them to implement it you know again i it is only fair you know i i had that this idea and i i i'm i am what i am today it's only fair if someone else is in my company wanting to so we would be completely supportive of those decisions and we'll be the first person to even support such such innovations happen so currently you have around 350 employees right across 450 450 oh and out of those what percent would be tech guys around uh, 35 to 40 percent will be tech. Mm, okay. And how many countries are you present in? Oh, it's difficult, but we are in almost Australia, Asia, Africa. We are almost in six six continents. Oh, and and having your offices there or your customers there? customers uh, offices in in north america india and we have a very small presence in in the netherlands okay wow oh, i have been to netherlands then haag oh, and when i went to amsterdam i found a huge difference between den haag and amsterdam oh, i have time been we have a couple of employees there but um, yeah probably i will visit this this summer mm and i went there in extreme winter like in december and <laughs> wow okay so mostly you are in india or you are in the united states i i'm in i'm in the states uh, for the most part and right now i'm in in, uh, in in texas right now oh it must be late night there yeah it's about 9 o'clock and in, in the night hmm okay all right so it is done from my end if anything else comes up in mind i will uh, shoot an email to swashri and thing sure. uh, you want to add um yeah a question for you jay so how, what is the outcome where where do you typically publish i have uh, a podcast named ict knowledge exchange okay publish this podcast there and then i share it on my social media handles twitter linkedin facebook etc got it so that's it awesome sounds good jaydeep so yeah if you if you need any additional information um, feel free to check with swashri uh, and um, you know we can we can we can find a way to provide that information i need this t-shirt <laughs> um, yeah sure <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. When we are when I mean I'm in India next time, we should meet. Where are you based out yeah. of Delhi? Delhi. Delhi. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And where is your office in uh, India? Coimbatore. 
Bangu. That is a nice place. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to that place, and I stayed in a hotel where it was every day evening. There used to be, you know, a gazelles live gazelles kind of thing. It was large oh. or otherwise. Okay, yeah. Very beautiful place. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice place. That's my nature too. My, oh, sometimes I tell my wife, let us leave Delhi and go for <laughs> go to some place which is much nicer and calmer. Yeah. Right. All right, Ganesh. All right, Jaydeep. So have a good rest of your day. You know, thanks for um, you know, spending some time with me this morning. So Shushri, appreciate you guys all facilitating this meeting. Thank you Hi, so much just... and good. Have a good night. Yeah, thank you. Thank you Bye. so much. Thank you so much to you all. Thank you. I'll share the recording with you, Jaydeep sir.